10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Hey, hey guys, and welcome to Tipperary for another episode of Life After Life. And I'm also simultaneously live on TikTok. So if anybody um, wants to join in live on TikTok, so we should be able to get lots of questions and I'll try not to stay live for as long as I did last week. I'm sure people were sick of listening to my voice. So um, I'm Sandy, and it's lovely to have so many people join in. Um, I see people on TikTok are dying to get questions um, answered. So I may do some at the end if I have some time. But first, I like to discuss some topics and, um, you know, make people understand why we would um, do um, do readings and why connect. And that's going to be our topic of conversation for tonight. Okay, so. Um, first of all, um, I am a psychic medium, okay? So that means that I do both psychic and medium readings, okay? So the difference between a psychic and a medium, okay? Does anybody um, understand that? Or some people may always feel that they are a, um, actually the same thing. Uh, they're not, okay? So they're quite different, in fact. So think of it in the most simple terms. A psychic is someone who reads the energy of the living and a medium is someone who reads the energy of the dead. Okay, so it's what that means is that a psychic would read you. It reads the energy of someone who's living here on Earth. They read you what's going on in life, what's coming up in, in the future. So in the past, it would have been called maybe fortune telling. So uh, we don't tend to use the term fortune telling anymore, because if we tell somebody that we're telling their fortune, they think that they have no control over how it happens. So we tend to use the word psychic uh, more so. Hey, Helen's just saying hello to me on Podbean. Welcome. Um, so um, what was I, go I going to say? Yeah, so you when you get a psychic reading, um, you can it gives you the power to change what's coming up. OK, so if I was to say to you that you're going to fall downstairs and break both your ankles, for example, in maybe November, well, that's definitely something that you could change. You would avoid staircases. If you were to go upstairs, you'd hold on to the banister really, really tightly. OK, once you know that something is coming up, you can surely change it. OK, so a psychic reading gives you power over your life and it lets you choose your path. So if you know, I mean, that's just one thing that would be happening to you falling down the stairs. But if I was to say to you that you're going to marry the person you're with or you're not going to marry the person you're with or, you know, you were going to, I don't know, move to Timbuktu. OK, so um, all those things are things that you can change. OK, once you know what path you're on, if you don't like it, you can take a detour. The mediumship then is quite different. A medium just connects with people who's, who've passed. And I always say just, and it's it's not necessarily a simple thing, okay, to connect with someone who's died, but that's what mediums do. They don't tell you your future, okay? They don't um, make draw out a life plan for you or anything like that. It is just talking to people that have died. Now, if you have loved ones in spirit, 
if you have loved ones in spirit and they weren't psychic before they died, they don't become psychic just because they've died. Okay. They don't always know what's coming up for you. So they can give you their advice on what's going on around you and what decisions you're making, but they can't tell you if it's the right or the wrong decision for you because they don't have a clear path of your life either. They're also not doctors or nurses. Well, unless they were doctors or nurses when they were alive, they haven't become doctors or nurses, so they won't be prognosing or diagnosing anything. Okay. So we talked to them. A mediumship reading is like having a cup of tea and a slice of tart with your loved one. You're sitting down, you're shooting the breeze. First of all, you talk about some memories and then they'll give you some evidence to prove that um, they, they haven't died. So they'll talk about a lot of stuff that's been going on in life um, since they passed. And then they might give you their opinion on stuff. You know, they might look for your opinion. They might ask you how you are. You know, you have a little conversation or a little message. Okay, so that's the difference between a psychic and a medium. Okay, and I hope that makes sense to you. So you would really seek them out for very different things. And personally, and you can mix readings as much as you like. Personally, I don't necessarily like to mix the reading. Well, first of all, it makes me sick because you're changing from one energy, a psychic energy, straight over to a mediumship energy or vice versa. And it really, it kills my energy. They're at very different levels, okay? So it really kills my energy. And also, I think if you're mixing both in one reading, my earphone has fallen out. If you're mixing both in one reading, um, you're not going to get either one or the other either, okay? Because you want to have a good conversation with your loved ones in spirit. You really do. You want to give them time to come through. But if you're rushing them or cutting them off just because... Um, just because, you know, you, you want to ask a few questions about who you're dating or whatever. I mean, I always feel that it's, it's rude to be fair. Okay. Cause it does take a lot from there for them to come through as well. Okay. So, um, yeah, so that's the difference between the two. So what I wanted to discuss tonight with y'all is, um, why? Why do people get readings? Why would you ever go to look for a reading? Okay. I mean, people go time and time and time again. And I always advise against becoming emotionally dependent on readings. Okay. I wouldn't be advising someone to go every four or six or nine months for a reading. Okay. I think it's, you know, a, a twice to three times in um, a lifetime, maybe. But um, why do you go? Okay. So I've got eight reasons here. Okay. And it's a, a document you can download from my website um, if you want to. But um, I've put down eight reasons why I think that people would visit a psychic or a medium. Okay, so the first one I've put down here is to identify your blocks. Now, I don't get at all insulted by saying this, but people only come to see me when something's wrong. Either they've lost somebody through death, or maybe they've lost a job, they've come out of a relationship, they're worried about getting thrown out of their house. They're, you know, maybe they've got a legal issue going on. Okay, so people are always worried about something. Um, when they come to see me, I don't take it personally. Okay. I know that that's, that's what I'm here for. But the first thing we have to do with somebody, um, in a reading is identify what's holding them back. And I do that by reading their energy, you know? Um, well, first of all, you know, I'll know if they're here for mediumship or for, um, psychic work. Okay. So I'll have a, a an inkling. Is it something personal or is it a loss? 
But especially with the psychic readings, it's really important for me and for any of you who have been, and I know there's people online here who have been to me for readings before. The first thing that I do is um, a quick spread to read you, okay? To read where you stand, what's going on for you emotionally. It's hugely important for any um, psychic or medium to connect with who they're reading for first. I don't ever want to read for somebody that's not going to be able to take what I say to them. Okay, um, so I don't want to push anybody. If somebody's teetering on an edge of life, I never want to be the one to push them over it. So it's really important that the first thing I do with anybody is, even if I'm reading you mediumistically, the first thing I'll be doing is reading you psychically, because I want to know, are you able to connect with the person that we're going to connect with today? Are you going to be able to take you know, what's going on. Like I recently read for a mother who lost her eight year old child. Like that's something I, I needed to know before I, I actually connected with that child. Is this something that this mother is ready for? Okay. Because if she needs to deal with the grief first, well, then I need to tell her. So these are the blocks that I'm looking to identify with somebody. And I might say to somebody, look, um, I might even be doing that over the phone when you're booking. And I might say to somebody, look, I think it's too soon, or I think maybe you should have um, some sessions with a uh, bereavement or a grief counselor or something like this. Okay. So the first thing we need to do is identify what's holding you back. Okay. My motto is that I help people move past grief and confusion. Okay. But I don't want to intensify your grief or confusion by um, giving you a reading that you're not ready to receive. So the first thing is identifying those blocks that are holding you back in life. Okay, hugely, hugely important, guys. The second thing we need to do is to gain clarity and release those blocks. Okay, what has caused this block? And we know we're all human. We know that a lot of people hold on to a lot of stuff from their childhood. Okay, maybe they were raised by, I don't know, you know, maybe they were raised by a single parent family. Uh, I was. Um, maybe they were, you know, maybe um, there was a lot of maybe drunkenness or addiction in the family. Maybe the family didn't have any money. You know, maybe somebody wasn't um, able to finish education because of the family's poor financial situation. Okay. So um, all these things um, affect how we deal with life as we grow into adulthood. And these are things that we need to deal with in a reading. Okay. Don't worry, I make it sound very complicated perhaps at times, but we do look at the future, but we also need to look at what you need to change about your current habits that's going to empower you going forward to what we'll call your new life. Because people come to me when they want a change of direction, a change of path, okay? And this is um, one of the things that I try to do, okay? reconnect with your true self. Okay. Who are you? Now I can use myself perhaps as maybe um, an example of this one. I had a loss in my life as a teenager. Okay. Um, within the space of 10 weeks, I, I lost my granddad, who was my father figure, my beloved granddad, I always call him. And then um, another relative, Kevin, that I talk about very regularly, was killed off a motorbike um, just 10 weeks later. He was just 31 years old. So we lost those two key figures in my life within the space of 10 weeks. And that changed everything about who I am versus who I was before that summer. Okay. Um, so, you know, 
for somebody like me, if I was going to somebody else for a reading um, and I found that everything was going wrong in my life, um, they would look back and they'd look at the cards and they'd identify, you know, why have I got this block? Why do I not like to get close to people? And believe me, I spent years not getting close to anybody at all. Okay. Um, because at that point, I thought that everybody that I loved was going to leave. Okay. So, um, very, very difficult thing for a young teenage girl to deal with. And, um, it took me a long time to get past that, but these are things that people hold on to forever. And, you know, it's important for that. We get some level of understanding to, um, as to what we've been through. And even as I was in adulthood, I'll always remember because I must have been maybe in my late twenties when I actually revisited all that grief because my granddad had passed first. Um, he had cancer and he was sick for several months. So we were expecting him to go, although he was only 70 years old. And um, then obviously very shortly after that, Kevin was killed off the motorbike. And we grieved so hard for Kevin at the time that he died because, you know, anybody who's lost anybody to illness or cancer, we do always say um, afterwards, you know, at least they're not in pain anymore. At least they're not suffering anymore. Okay. And we do, we all say it that there's no ifs, buts or two ways about it. Okay. We all say it. So we grieved so hard for the sudden loss of him that I, when I was in my twenties, I actually had to deal with the grief that I never dealt with after my granddad's passing. Um, so, you know, if you don't deal with it at the time, this is something that you will have to deal with at some point in your life. And you can't keep pushing it down forever and pretending that it doesn't exist. Okay. Because if you do, then you're not being your true self. Okay. I like to think I'm a very loving person, but for a long time I wasn't, I didn't want to get close to anybody. I promised myself I'd never get into a relationship or I'd never get married, pushed everyone away. Um, I did of course, eventually, you know, I met the right person and whatnot, but you know, um, it took me a long time to reconnect with the person that I'm supposed to be. And that's another reason why people would in fact, um, have a reading, be it a mediumship reading to help you deal with grief or be it a psychic reading to help you uh, find the right path for you in life. Okay. Now here's one that a lot of people will resonate with. <laughs> I've put number four as gaining clarity in relationships. Okay. How, I don't know how many readings that I've done for people over the years as go, you know, um, is he going to marry me? Is she going to marry me? Is he going to come back? Is she going to come back? You know, we, um, I get both sides of the relationships. Okay. So, um, readings can give us insight into relationships and, you know, relationships don't necessarily have to be romantic. We do have relationships, you know, with family. We also have relationships with coworkers, neighbors, whatever um, it might be. So some people have difficulty with those relationships as well. But I would have to say that probably the highest percentage of people um, that I would deal with have um, issues with um, romantic relationships. OK, to be fair. So um, I have number five here as getting closure. Okay. So, um, I spoke a little bit about that in number three, but it's finding a way to deal with something, especially death. Okay. Are they okay? Have they moved on to the other side? Have they, um, you know, are they still sick? Are they still sore? 
if they left suddenly did it hurt did they know that they were dying have they connected with my granddad in the spirit world do they have mammy with them you know did they meet my baby that i lost her you know there's a million questions that roll around our heads and i did a reading recently for somebody and um like the first sentence was all this person needed to know from their reading i just said when i connected i i said okay you know this person is here for you your spouse is here and i'm going to use different name and i'm going to say um, who's william because they want you to know that they're with william okay that was the first thing this person's spouse said to me and um that was what the person had come for because they wanted to know that these two people had connected in the spirit world and that they were together again um and you know don't we all want to know who was there to meet our loved one when they left we want to know that they weren't on their own wandering around or we hear all these stories about people being caught between the earth and the spirit world or they haven't moved on or all this kind of and i call it nonsense excuse me because it's none of it's true okay um but we do hear people telling all these stories and it causes people sleepless nights so please guys don't listen to any of that okay so to get closure to find out and you know i've had people come to me um looking for where did they leave the life insurance documentation or uh where's the deeds for the house um and you know god help us um i even helped um a lady find her partner's suicide note because she wasn't able to find it okay and we did find it okay so you know there's things that go unsaid or unfound um and you know people can't move on without this information so that's a huge reason why people would come to a medium for um a reading okay get that closure that's needed and as i say that's where my motto comes from help you move beyond the grief okay now let's get one thing straight i say move beyond grief i should probably say move with it because you will always grieve for the loss of that special someone okay whomever it is in your life time i don't believe time heals i think that's a nonsense saying i think time helps us to get used to the fact that they're not here anymore but it doesn't get rid of our grief we will always grieve for them and you know i, I hear people say it even years after a death sometimes you still wake up and you've got that 20 seconds between sleep and awake where you're thinking what's happening in the world what day of the week is it and then you remember so and so is gone and then your whole world crushes down around you every day okay um i have a friend who lost her son to suicide and it's just a few months and every day every day she grieves okay i hope that someday she'll be able to wake up and think you know um i'm here my other children are here but for the moment that's not happening okay every morning her world comes crushing down around her so um you know grief is hard and i'm not going to belittle anybody's grief at any stage but it might help you to get closure to some of the unfinished business that's left by someone's passing okay achieve release someone's saying to me it's nearly like learning how to live a new life it is and especially if the person that you've lost is the core part of your life like a spouse or um a child or even your parents you know you have to find a new life without them and it is a whole new life and you know um i i, I can remember someone saying at a funeral um to me once when they had lost their spouse 
and um, they turned around and said to me, because, you know, everybody stayed for a drink and something to eat and everything. And then, you know, later in the evening, everybody was starting to go home. And they said, oh, I need to go home. I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do the other. And they turned and said to me, I'm the only one here that doesn't have a life to go home to. You know, and I said, well, you absolutely do have a life to go home to. It's a different life. It's a new life. And it's going to take you time to get used to it. But by God, you do still have a life. But yes, whoever made that comment is just so right. It's a brand new life. You need to find your feet again in a whole new world and learn to make these decisions without your loved ones. Okay. Now that said, I did give a webinar. I don't know if anybody attended it on how to get signs from your loved ones. Okay. And um, if you're interested, my website is sandyburn.com. I'm redoing one of the webinars that I did recently to help you introduce mediumship into your everyday life. Um, and I did, um, I did my August webinar was about um, getting clarity from signs, how to recognize the signs, how to ask all the signs and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But I do have um, another one. And I actually had a lovely, I gave this webinar originally Sunday night just gone. And I had a lovely message. It's on my Facebook page from a lady who said on Tuesday morning, actually, she got the sign that she was hoping to get from her mother. And, you know, I've always asked people when you're asking for a sign from somebody, ask for something different. You know, we all ask for robins and we all ask for butterflies and stuff like that. And I was kind of putting the call out and I said, you know, do this in a different way. And she came back to me and she said, uh, that she did ask her mother for the sign of a robin. But what uh, she actually got was on Tuesday morning, one of her clients uh, text her a picture of a robin that they had just painted. Okay, so um, it was the robin, but it wasn't one in the garden. Okay, because a lot of robins are around maybe at this time of year. So um, she did get her sign of a robin. But I always say try and have something, keep your mind open for something completely different. Anyway, come to the webinar Monday night at 10 o'clock Irish time. And um, it, the full details are on my website or my Facebook page. So um, I have number six down as achieve release. Okay. Connections with loved ones and spirit gives us comfort and strength to go on with our lives without feeling like we're leaving them behind. Okay. So that's what a lot of people feel that by moving on with life, that, um, that by moving on with life, that maybe meeting somebody new, that maybe having a happy, you know, Christmas or, you know, having joy again in life, that it's disrespecting the loved one. And, you know, you have to think, does your loved one, were they that horrible in life that they wouldn't want you to enjoy life because they don't become horrible just because they've died? Okay. So if you decide to go to Spain and sit on the beach for two weeks, they're not here crying because you're in Spain. They're there with you. Okay. So we just need to learn this and sometimes to get the permission from our loved ones to know that it's okay for us to go on and enjoy life, that they are okay. Gain control I have down for number seven and I only have eight, so I'm nearly finished. So I'm going to maybe move to some questions. And after that, I see people are asking questions. I just want to get through my points and then I'll answer as many questions as you have. Okay. Um, gain control is number seven. To dispel the fear and uncertainty that the future holds. Wouldn't we all like a clear roadmap of where we're going in life? then we'd know and there'd be no fear. Okay. Um, 
it gives you control. A reading gives you control because you know what's coming up and you can choose whether you want to accept it or not. The one thing that a, a reading will not do is allow you to only take happiness from life. Because if we only take the good from life, then we're missing out on a real life experience. And this is really important, guys, because you will not appreciate the highs if you have never experienced a low. So we'll never get the perfect life where we can just, you know, say I'm not taking anything bad. It's just all going to be good from now on. Okay, but it will give you control to choose which way you want to go. So I've done readings in the past. I'm trying to think of a real example. Okay, so um, I read for somebody whose partner had cheated in the past. Okay, and this person came for a reading. This person wanted to know. Um, would they do it again? Or was there a point in fighting for their relationship? And of course, the first thing that the cards told me was that they'd already done it in the past. Okay, now this person knew that, but that, you know, sometimes you need a validation like that to know that I am actually reading your energy. Okay, it wasn't just the first time this person's partner had cheated. This was one in, in a string of, of times. So um, I said to that person, as I read the cards, it's not the first time and it will not be the last. But I said to them, you will stay with this person until, and I gave them a month. And I said, it would be the last, either the third or fourth week of this particular month. And then you will be aware that they're cheating again. And that would be the last draw for you. Okay. So um, that it happened. Okay. I'm not trying to blow my trumpet. I'm just saying, you know, how the cards can give you control. So that person um, you know, that person was able to say, well, I'm not going to waste the next four months putting all my effort into this relationship, trying to make it work. If that, if my partner is just going to cheat again, I want out now. Okay. So it gave the person the control. They weren't sitting there waiting for their partner to cheat. You know, the, they weren't sitting there allowing their partner to make them look silly again. Okay, because, you know, these these are things that don't stay within a household, not in Ireland anyway. And, um, you know, they were able to move on and, and get the closure that they needed. They needed something so that they would know this relationship is actually dead in the water. And it gave them the control to say, no, it stops today and I'm moving on without you. Okay, so it can give you control in situations like that. The last one, number eight, that I have down here, okay, is to get advice from our spirit guides. Okay, now our spirit guides are different to our guardian angels. Okay, so um, from my experience, and I know I don't know if any of you have ever heard of Lorna Byrne. She's not um, she is not a relative of mine, um, but um, I had this conversation with her in Limerick, and my belief is that spirits and spirit guides were once alive on Earth. Whereas angels are celestial beings, they were never actually human. They never actually lived on earth. Okay, so there is a difference between the two in my experience. Okay, she disagrees a little. She believes that um, angels and spirit guides are the same. I believe that they can give you the same advice, but they're not the same type of energy. Okay, so we can differ, but agree that we can get serious advice from both of these energies. Okay, so sometimes people come and what they need is a spiritual assessment. Okay, I try not to call it that. I call it a psychic reading, but sometimes I'm assessing people and I'm getting advice 
from their own spirit guides. What are they doing wrong? Where have they gone wrong? Why have things gone so wrong for them? Okay. So they come to us in life when we need them the most. And we can pass on messages from your spirit guides, psychic or medium. We can pass on messages from your spirit guides to give you guidance, to give you understanding, to help you through um, problems or crises in your life. Okay. So we do get a lot of help from um, our spirit guides. Okay. So there's eight strong reasons, guys, why you would get a reading. Now, I would never force anybody to get a reading. I totally get that readings are not for everybody, and that's absolutely fine. Okay. You might not ever want to get a reading, but readings can be very helpful. And God help us, us poor psychics and mediums, we get an awful lot of stick from people saying that we take advantage of people and all the rest. But there's an awful lot to be had from having a reading. Okay, so I want to know how did those eight reasons resonate with you? Could you resonate with any of them? I'm taking this one out because it's consistently falling out of my ear, but I can't hear anybody yet. Now on um on on what's this called TikTok? <laughs> I can't obviously bring anybody on live to ask a question live, but I've got um, a few people here on um. Podbean. So if anybody does want to come on and ask a question live, we can bring you on um, so people will be able to hear you. Uh, but that's totally um, up to yourself. OK, I can see the questions that you all type in. I can see you, Helen. You're saying it all makes sense. Thank you. Um, lovely feedback. Thank you. I can see the, the comments. A pack of crayons joined. OK, um, so let's see. Is there, I wanted to come back because there was a few questions, okay, um, with regards, do we really see our family members again after we pass away? Okay, Peaky Blinders is asking this question on TikTok. We absolutely do. Okay, we have a different way of, um, we have a different kind of appearance when we go into spirit, but we absolutely do reconnect with our loved ones in the spirit world. Um, and it's lovely when people come through and you know that they bring say maybe um a lost child or a lost baby or something with them or a mother comes through and she confirms that you know she has reconnected with her son maybe that she lost maybe he was a teenager you know um i i, I remember a, a, a woman coming for a reading and she'd come to connect with her mother who passed but the first thing the mother said when she came through was oh my god we've got you know our i'm going to use a different name john with with us or whatever and poor John had drowned at the age of 14 and the mother spent all her life uh, grieving over this son and obviously I didn't know that the lady had a brother in spirit either but the mother came through and and said it so that to me was confirmation that she had reconnected with the young boy in the spirit world okay do the number patterns repeatedly see mean something? They do, Kelly, or they can. Okay, I mean, you can, you know, sometimes see that it's 11 minutes past 22, past 10 o'clock at night or something. But generally in numerology, and it's kind of going into a different um, area, I, I also do numerology. But if you look at every number in numerology, um, I would say, you know, I'm very, I probably I should call myself the logical psychic because I always say, you know, be realistic. Okay. Uh, we could all look at a newspaper and see a pattern of numbers. I'm not saying that you do this, but like if you are consistently waking up at 11 minutes past one in the morning, you know, every night um, or something like that. Um, then I would say there's probably something in it, but just to see a random number once 
I probably wouldn't look too much into it. It depends what's going on for you in life. But um, generally, yes, we look at what those numbers mean because every number has a different meaning. And when they're paired up, they have a different meaning again. So you'd have to look into that, into each one individually and see exactly what's going on there. Okay, but um, the short answer to your question would have been yes, it does mean something. Okay. My birth, my passport, I got to meet her. Would she be able to guide me to find my birth dad? Um, obviously I can't say yes for sure until I connect with her. Okay. Um, I have had people come into me, um, when they've been researching their family tree. Okay. Sometimes we get the right answers. Sometimes we're there or about, so sometimes we don't get the right answers. It's really, it's not an exact science. Okay. I always say to people, it's not an exact science. You have to remember that and be fair. Um, but, uh, I suppose the best one that I had, and I put a video on, um, it's on one of my videos on YouTube. I had a lady from New York who was researching her family history, which actually wasn't Irish. It was Italian. And um, I told her about this man and I gave her um, what I thought was his name. So she went on the all the information that I gave her and the description of him. And he talked about his sisters or something. And when she looked long enough, she actually found a picture of him. And the name that I'd given was actually the little town that he was from in Italy. And he had, there was the picture of him was with these two or three sisters or something. And he was wearing the fedora hat that we described in the reading. So yes, sometimes we can get information through that helps somebody just put that little piece into the puzzle. But obviously I could never guarantee that. You can never guarantee what you're going to get in a reading. Okay. Um, sometimes you can get something that's really, um, really, really out there. You know, um, you, you do find out if people are really somebody's child or, um, you know, you do find out that maybe, you know, things happened in the family years ago that, uh, nobody living knew about, but sometimes it comes out in a reading and, you know, some really interesting stories, but I wouldn't share them without people's permission, but that can get re really, really interesting stories. Can my loved ones see me visiting their graves? Of course, because they go with you. Okay. Um, your loved one, and I had this conversation actually with somebody today. Um, oh, I'll come back to the Helen. That's a good one. Um, your loved ones aren't in a house. They're not at a grave. They're with you. Okay. So, um, if you go to visit them at the grave, they don't, they don't spend eternity sitting at the grave. Okay. It's not an exact science. It's not, no. And, um, they don't spend eternity sitting at a grave. Um, they're with you. So if you go to visit the grave, of course, they're going to be there to meet you. Okay. But um, they're not there all the time, but they know when you're going because you're thinking of it. Okay. And I'm sure this lady won't mind me telling you, but, um, you know, I was um, connecting with a lady's child who passed very young and we changed the time a couple of times. She was actually traveling and the, the, the changes had to be made. But um, at the time we were originally supposed to meet, I, I could actually feel this child. And I said, oh, you know, I'm sorry, pet, you know, we've changed the time. So like the child knew that we uh, were due to meet at a certain time because she'd been telling him. But then something came up and we just needed to change the time. OK, so. Um, we had changed it. Um, it was going to be an hour or an hour or 90 minutes later. So he, the, the, the child, he was a boy. Uh, he stayed with me for those 90 minutes and told me several things that had been going on for his mom since he's passed. 
So when I did connect with his mother and I, I was able to say to her, well, look, you know, uh, you obviously had told him what time we were meeting today because he was here. And I started to tell her all the things that he told me and she just couldn't believe it, that he still had some recognition of time. But she told him that. So when you're preparing to visit somebody's grave, you're going to maybe bring, I don't know, maybe some flowers. You're going to mentally prepare yourself to visit the grave. You're going to think about the person. So they're going to be very aware of this. Okay. And they're there with you. So they go for that visit with you. They're not sitting there waiting for you, but they go with you. Okay. Because you're going to visit them and they know you're coming to visit them. They can read your thoughts. Okay. Because when you talk, um, is there anyone with me at the moment trying to give messages? Hey, Maria, I haven't necessarily tried to connect with anybody just yet. I I wanted to um, to just maybe get through some of the, the questions first. Um, okay, so let's start with this. Have I ever helped solve a crime? No. Okay, and there's a simple answer for that because I would never go to the guards and say, I think this or that or the other. Okay. Um, I'm just not that kind of person. And I just don't want to leave myself open for that. And I just think, you know, if somebody wanted help, they would come to me. And I have helped families that have approached me with regards to missing loved ones. Okay. So um, have I been able to guide people to help um, find their loved ones? Yes. Okay, I've done that a few times. Um, I don't want to give um, obviously any information because I don't want to upset the families more. But um, I have been asked by several families to help when a loved one has been missing. So I'd say to them, come along, you know, and just before I get any negative comments, I've never charged for that. Okay, um, because, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that someday, God forbid, if I was in the same situation, that someone would, would help me. Okay. Um, Helen saying a lady told me this week that we should let our loved who have crossed rest all the grieving and wanting to hear from them. They aren't able to rest in peace. If she doesn't want, if that lady doesn't want to contact her loved ones, that's fine. It's not for everybody. And you know, that's okay. Um, does it stop them progressing in the spirit world? No, it actually helps them too. You know, we forget sometimes. Okay. We forget sometimes that, um, I'm leaning on my desk here and I'm very, <laughs> very aware that I might be flashing a little bit too much cleavage on my TikTok. But um, what was I going to say? Um, nothing will stop them. Okay, moving. They have to grieve as well. So we often think of ourselves here and we think, oh, I've lost my mom or I've lost my dad or my uncle Joe or whatever it might be. Woe is me. Okay. And we're entitled to that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not belittling anybody. But do we ever stop and think, Ah, poor old, poor old Uncle Joe. He's lost me. He's lost my mam. He's lost my dad. He's lost his mam. He's lost his friends. He's lost his kids. He's lost his wife. He's lost the lads he used to work with. He lost his friends down the pub. You know, do we ever stop and think of what they've lost? You know, um, we and, and the answer is no, because, you know, I, do, I don't when I lose somebody, I don't think God, God love them. They've lost things. I want them back because I'm, I'm selfish, you know, and I, I want them here. So, you know, but we do have to remember that they have to grieve as well, okay? And in the same way that you would go to a medium to get a reading to help you with that grief, they're also going to visit the medium to help them make a connection so they can deal with their grief. So it can actually um, help them with the grieving process. But nothing ever stops. Look, 
I'm 47 years old. I don't mind telling you how old I am. I'm 47. Um, I've been connecting with spirit all my life. Okay. It's just in the family. My grandmother was a medium. My great grandmother was a medium. My great great grandmother was a medium and all back through the family. Okay. So yeah, they do. They have to, um, they have to grieve. And Helen's just saying that she never thought of it that way. Okay. So I don't know why people are looking to go live with me. Let me know if you have a question. Okay, so it's just saying this is grief advice. Okay, who is this now? That's I figured this out last week about how I was going to get this person. No, I can't remember how I blocked this person. <laughs> but anyway, look, just um, ignore them because to be fair, this person is just looking for attention, and they may, um, you know, they're just looking for us to. Let's see the user. How can I block this user? No bio, no friends, no likes, block. There you go. Confirm. Now, okay, blocked. I figured it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, from County Galway, how are things? Okay. So um, I know, I'm sorry, Helen, I'm on TikTok at the same time. And um, I, 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 yeah, I shouldn't, I just shouldn't let these uh, things get to me. So um, the other thing, now somebody had asked a question there that I wanted to answer. Okay, so somebody said that they're having issues connecting with spirit. Do I have any advice? Okay, so um, the trolls, exactly. Um, I have a load of advice that I don't want to try and give you in the next kind of 15, 20 minutes because it, it does obviously take a little bit longer than that. If you have time on Monday, I'm going to be spending a full hour talking to people about um, four different ways that you can kind of different practices that you can bring into your life on a daily basis that's going to strengthen your connection with spirit and help make it easier for you. So if you go to my website, sandyburn.com, click on where in the menu, click where it says free webinar and you can register there. It's completely free. Okay. And you'll be emailed the link then to join. Okay. And I will be going through uh, some of that. Okay. So let's see. I saw another question. Do I have anybody with me now? I actually do have somebody with me now. Let me just see. I'm just trying to see. I did see a good question there. I see a lot of people were giving out to that poor person. <laughs> okay. You taught me when I was going to lose my son. D, did I? Oh my God, you must have hated me. You know, sometimes um, things like that come out in readings and I don't even know that I'm saying it and it's never something that I wanted to say to anybody. So I really do apologize for that. Um, and sometimes maybe it give you time to prepare. I don't know. I don't know. Was that good or bad or indifferent? There's a good question. I'm going to talk about who I have with me now in a minute, Kate. Okay. Um, can I connect with animals? Okay. So yes. Okay. I love connecting with animals. So connecting with an animal is just the same as connecting with somebody who didn't speak English as a first language in life. That's all. Okay. So, um, you know, when I connect with, um, with spirit, for me, I'm clairvoyant and clairsentient. So that means I see and I feel the energy of spirit. Okay. But um, I don't hear them necessarily. Now I do hear sounds and sometimes I hear people calling my voice, calling my name, should I say. But um, so when I'm connected with somebody, it's a lot about what I feel and the pictures that they show me. So I see things like they saw it through their eyes. 
So it's no different connecting with an animal. Okay, and I did think I was a little bit weird at first, I'll be honest with you. I thought I was imagining it when I was younger and I started to connect with animals. But yes, it's really possible. And they can show you such detail um, in, in, in their little messages that, that they bring through for their owners here. Okay. So, you know, we need to grieve for animals in the same way that we grieve for family members. And as I said, when I lost one of my doggies last November, I said, you know, I felt closer to the poor little dog than I had, than I felt to a lot of family members that I only see once, twice a year. Uh, cause he was here with me every day. So we still grieve a lot for the dog. And I have a picture, I have, um, one of those, what do you call them? Amazon little things, little screen things. Um, Alexa, that's what you call them. I couldn't think of her name. And I have pictures of him that, that flick up on the screen during the day. And then the other one, um, the girl that I still have, she generally sleeps in here in the office with me. If you're on my Instagram, you will see, see I put a picture up of her during the week. So um, my, my babies are my doggies. So who have I got with me here at the moment? Okay, so very quickly, I'm going to cut my card because it's really hot in here now. I spent half the day cold in here and then I, I get really, really hot later in the evening. So um, I have a gentleman with me. He's not that old. Okay. He's only about, I would say mid to late thirties. He has really dark hair, uh, but he died very suddenly. There was something, um, he either had a bleed in the brain or he got some kind of trauma to the back of the head. And it's, um, it's right behind his left ear. Okay. So kind of at the back of the head, right behind his left ear, there's some kind of trauma or bleed there. And he died very, very quickly. Okay. And I do know that somebody has still has his jacket. He keeps showing me a brown jacket that he used to wear. I think it might be a leather jacket that he used to wear when he was here and that he was alive. Dee is saying her son. Does it sound like your son, Dee? Um, just pop in there if um if you think that this person sounds like they might be somebody that you would know. Okay. Do you see her son? I see that. And she just said her, my son. And I was just wondering, were we on the same conversation? Does that sound like your son, Dee? Very much so. Okay. Um, and he was in his mid to late thirties. Okay. And, um, does it make sense, Dee, when I'm saying to you, this thing keeps popping up in my way. It's driving me mad. Um, it doesn't make sense to you, Dee, when I say that, um, that I feel that you still have a brown jacket that, um, Hey, Michelle, I'm here. Um, that he would have had a brown jacket, which I feel, uh, to me, it looks like it may have been a leather jacket and that you still have that, Dee. Does that make sense? Okay. And if this is your son also, um, Dee, I also want to say to you that he's telling me that um, that you seem to have had um, some stomach issues or something recently, maybe something made you feel sick. Um, or maybe, you know what it feels like to me, almost like maybe butterflies in, in, in stomach, you know, like when you're worried about something, um, uh, like this, you have all his clothes and you know, the jacket. Okay. Thank you. Um, and he, he's trying to tell me that, um, that he's been around you and that he knows that you've been worried about something or something like that. Okay. Polly wants to come in. Let's, Oh, can you send that again, Polly? Uh, Oh, Sorry, I think I, I when I was trying to um, let Polly come live, I think I, I knocked her out of the room. Sorry about that. I will let her come on live if she wants to. Um, if she comes back in. <sighs> Prove your psychic abilities. <laughs> Rip the clip you can leave if you wish, okay? I'm not a, a circus donkey. Okay. And I'm not here to prove anything. I can provide evidence of things, but it's up to you if you want to believe. Okay. And I'm not here to force anybody or to make anybody believe anything. I would assume that people would only come into this room if they are interested in the subject matter. 
Okay. Um, but D, could you just, oh, Lady Margaret, I'm so sorry to hear that. God bless you. Uh, Lady Margaret is saying to me that her baby passed five days ago. Good woman, you tell her. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so D, um, you might just confirm that there's been something going on around you because he's telling me that he's been around you and that he um he he wanted to provide you with some kind of support because of something that you've been worried about or anxious about just recently okay um and does somebody have a little boy here as well it's like he's shown me a young boy okay so i don't know did he have a son of his own or has there been a child that has um that has arrived since his passing okay um so just for people that are saying is there any others there please like there's loads of spirit here but it's really really difficult to connect with them when i don't oh thank you very much yes i did win medium of the year i have the award around here somewhere it's around in this office somewhere oh it's over there um it's really difficult to connect like this so what i really need to see is i'm trying to even though i still haven't found my glasses i'm trying to look maybe at somebody's profile picture or even like when d gave me her name which is is obviously d that i was able to try and connect with the um oh so blue box is saying that they went to a medium a few years ago and they wanted to connect with someone but they they didn't get the connection okay so Hold on. Yes, I ask every day to mind us and my readings with you. Oh, I'm so sorry, Dee. And I, I, I didn't mean to bring him up to upset you or anything, but just to know that he is around and he has been around you. So sometimes, you know, when somebody comes for a reading, then you might not necessarily get the person that they want. And I, I say to people, you know, with regards to reading, when people book, I send them out. Oh, you're fine, Polly Zoe. If you wanted to come on, you could, but I thought I'd cut you off. But if you did want to come on live, no problem um so what was i saying oh yeah about not connecting with somebody you know when um when somebody books a reading i send out um a sheet just some things to help you prepare for your reading okay and it's important to um pay attention to what's going on in life around you so i always use this um because it was a, it was a few years ago now uh when i first started doing readings publicly you know i did them for family and friends for many years so before i went public with readings um or when i first went public with readings um this lady came to see me and um oh my gosh she must have been here for nearly two hours and i connected with every family member aunts uncles grannies great grandparents you know i you name them neighbors i connected with them all but she was so upset because it was her mother that she wanted and it was the one person that i hadn't connected with and i said well i'm really sorry but i do not feel your mother here okay i just don't i said there must be something keeping the energy away and she told me afterwards that her sister was actually at that time on life support in hospital okay and the intention was to um try me again in a couple of minutes um uh, chloe um the intention was to uh turn off the machine okay they'd been told by the doctors that the machine needed to be turned off that there was no brain activity so she had come for her reading to connect with her mom to make sure that her mom was with her sister so i said to her are you a mother and she said i am i have two children and i said if one of your children were on life support where would you be and then the penny dropped with her and she said i'd be with them holding their hand and i said so where do you think your mom is and she said with my sister holding her hand and i said to her well 
I said, that's where mom is. And that's why I'm not getting her energy tonight. I said, but you come back to me after the funeral. I said, and we will connect with them. So she came back after 10 days and her mother and her sister came through together. So I always say to people, think of what's going on around you at that moment. Is it the right time for your loved one to come through? Okay. And then again, you know, I, I also say to people, pick the right medium to connect with your loved one. Okay. So if you have a loved one in spirit who was really, really shy in life and never opened their mouth to strangers, why would you expect them to open their mouth to a medium who's a stranger? They've never met this medium before. Okay. So the medium is a stranger. Why would you expect them to do that? So go into a clear audience um, medium, which is a medium that can hear somebody, um, isn't going to benefit you in that case. You're going to want to go to somebody who can feel their energy or who can see them. Okay. So if you go back, I think it was um, episode two or episode three um, on my podcast, uh, lifeafterlife.podbean.com, or if you go to sandyburn.com, actually, I have a widget on there and you can listen to the podcast through there. And I explain all the different ways that mediums connect and um, you will, you know, picking the right medium for the right person. And it's funny too, when I do a stage show, okay, obviously we haven't done any in a long time because of the pandemic, but uh, when I do a stage show, invariably I'm going to get someone coming up to me say, oh, you know, I thought my dad would come through tonight. It's his birthday. Or I thought, you know, my cousin would come through or whatever it might be. And I'd say to that person, well, you know, I'm sorry, I can, you know, only bring through who who I feel or who shouts the loudest. But I, I'd say to them then, well, you know, would your dad have got up on the stage in front of 100 or 200 people and, and said hello? And she said, oh, God, no, he would never have spoken in front of, you know, a group of people. And I said, well, why do you expect him to do it now? Just because he, he's died doesn't mean he's any more courageous. OK, so he may not want to stand up on stage, you know, so, um, you know, you may need to get a one to one reading rather than going to a stage show to get a reading. And to be fair, you know, when I'm on stage, there's no way I'm going to get through the audience. It's like when I see the um, the the messages going through here. Um, you know, there's no way I'm going to get to answer all those questions. So who's this six years on and no one has been able to connect with my mom. Okay. Let me just answer this question on Podbean first. Helen said, we've lost a few family members recently and a friend a few days ago. That's tragic. My mom some time ago would love to hear from them. Okay. Helen, it's really hard when I don't have anything to connect with. Um, Helen, did your mother have something in her lungs? Did she have, um, something like deep rooted, like COPD or lung cancer or something like this? And I want to say, even though I feel it in my left side, it's not, it's not the heart that I'm feeling. It's definitely the lungs. Does that make sense to you, Helen? I'm trying not to block the microphone for the, the thing. Are you still with us? She had cancer, but was it in her lungs? Um, Helen, was that where she had the cancer, the main source of the cancer? Okay. And Helen, do you also have a, not originally, okay. Okay, let me just say this to you. And I know there's a girl here that was looking to connect with her mom too. I wonder, because I was trying to connect with her and now her message is gone. Okay. I feel like I've got a mother here. Okay, it miss, I can't say that word metastasized is that right i'm so bad um okay so listen on tiktok just in case this is yours i have a mother here okay who i feel 
that um, had something deep rooted in the lungs, so whether it's COPD, TB, cancer, you know, something like deep rooted in the lungs, and that this was the main cause of her passing. Uh, no, this isn't the kidneys or it's not the back end, and this is definitely something with regards to the um, the the lungs. And this mother has a son in spirit with her. Okay. So this is someone who has her boy in spirit with her. Now, I don't feel that this son either was um, a baby when he died. Okay. I feel this son would have been maybe late twenties or early thirties when he passed away. Okay. Fiona Pepper said, my mother did COPD. And Fiona, do you have a brother that's in spirit with you, ma'am? Okay. Okay. She had COPD and lung cancer, but do you have a brother also in spirit, Fiona? Because I know that this mother has um, her son with her. A nephew. Okay, I could be misreading the energy. Was her nephew uh, apprentice Sandy Byrne? I don't know what that means. Um, what was I going to say? Was her nephew, though, in his late 20s or early 30s when he passed? Does that make sense to you, Fiona? Oh, thank you, Polly. My love passed three months ago. Is he with me? Where else would he be, Mina? Okay, I can't see um, if she's telling me what age the nephew was. Is there a delay on this, I wonder? My hair is driving me mad. Misreading the easy way out by this. Oh, for God's sake. Why do people bother coming into the room? Like, if there was a thing on about cars, I would not bother my backside going in there okay confirm okay so now we have another blocked okay um <laughs> i know okay so i can't see any answer from fiona so sorry about that okay i'm gonna have to go off i'm i'm very conscious that i do have people on podbean and I know Helen um, is asking, this definitely wasn't your mom, Helen, because this uh, lady would have had something in the um, in the the lungs. So I think I was connecting with somebody there on TikTok. Um, I, I honestly don't have anything because when I'm looking at your name, it's not even saying Helen and there's no picture or anything. So maybe you might uh, next time you come into the room, try typing your your name into it or putting in a profile picture. So it gives me something to connect with. OK. Um, I know you might not want your real names. You don't have to put like your full name, maybe even just to put down the Helen. It gives me something. How do I do that? And you know what? I have no idea. <laughs> when you put when you put your um when you did your profile, so just go back into your profile in Podbean and you'll be able to amend it. Okay, same as you would with Facebook. And I'm going to have to go offline on Podbean now because I, I only get an hour. I'm only going to stay another five minutes on um, TikTok anyway because I literally, it's 11 p.m. here in Ireland and I have been reading uh, all day. <laughs> so, and I know it's, it's you know, that uh, people really um, love to have the readings. But for me, you know, I do so many of them that I do need a break sometimes. <laughs> okay. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me on Podbean. I will put this up shortly. Um, so people will be able to listen to the replay and um, I will be live again next Wednesday night. So, guys, if there's any area of mediumship that you are curious about, 
don't be afraid to ask me the question because I'm quite happy to talk about any particular topic. But I think it's 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 not um, helpful for everybody for me to just come on here and do an hour of readings. I love to be able to give people some kind of uh, value as well. So um, I like to talk about um, something for the first part of the show. So guys, thank you so much for joining. And um, I will see you on um, Podbean next Wednesday at 10 p.m. Irish time. Um, and thanks for joining, Shay. Thank you for coming in and you have a wonderful night too. Take care. Discussing everything.